Yorkshire. We're heading to Westminster, where the government has been defeated again. It means if Theresa May loses her Brexit deal vote next week, she'll now be forced to come back to the Commons with a plan B within three days rather than 21 days. Well, the Speaker, John Burkow, allowed the new timetable to be voted on, which prompted a furious row, with MPs, including the Conservative MP, Mark Francois, saying it acted beyond the rules of Parliament. I've heard you many times on points of order when people have challenged you said, I cannot do X or Y because I am bound by a motion of the House. You've done that multiple times in my experience. So why are you overriding a motion of the House today? Answer. The answer to the... Well, John Burkow insisted he was acting within the rules of his role as Speaker. The Conservative MP Heidi Allen condemned those questioning his judgment, saying he was... Oh, she was hopping mad at their behaviour. Do people in this house have any idea how out of touch the general public think we are most days? We are talking about 79 days to potentially crashing out of Europe without a deal. Should our focus not be on the detail and the arguments about the process in this place, but getting on with a plan B if the parliament decides next week that the government's plan is not the one for the people? Well, the result of the MP's vote could significantly change what happens if Theresa May's deal is voted down next Tuesday. Well, Dr Alan Wager is from the Research Institute in Changing Europe. It's his job to talk about all things Brexit. A uh, very good evening to you, Dr Alan. Hi, Richard. How Hello. You? Listen, I guess the first thing, Alan, is uh, we're talking about this 21 days going to three days. What, what, what does that mean? Because what, can, what does it mean that Theresa May's got to do in three now that she had to do in 21? Or could have done in 21? So... Yeah, I guess beneath all the sort of procedural guff, if you like, that happens in Parliament, you can just try to tell what's happened by who's happy and who's angry by what's happened. And people that support No Deal aren't happy today, and so are supporters of May's deal. Because uh, because people that want a different sort of Brexit, so maybe a softer Brexit or maybe a second referendum, are happier because they think they've now got more opportunity to shape what happens next. They've got more time and they'll have, they'll have an opportunity in Parliament by it, within three days of next week's uh, next week's vote, so a lot sooner than they thought to what change I'm... the course and the direction of Brexit. What I'm not clear on, though, is as Alan is Theresa May goes in with her vote next Tuesday with her deal. It's voted down. Let's say yeah. the argument potentially is it could be with the way if you speak to anyone in Westminster. So she goes away out of, yeah. out of Parliament saying, "Right, I've had my deal voted down." What will she have done in those 21 days that she's now got to do in three? That's what I don't understand. Well, she probably wasn't going to do. She probably wasn't going to do anything because she can't really negotiate another deal. She can't really negotiate much to change. But she would have been hoping of running down the clock and asking asking MPs again in the okay. February with a lot closer to the deadline. And the what MPs fear is being held over a barrel and saying this deal or no deal at all. So let's they say think now. They've got more time, they've got more of a choice and it's to, to shape what goes next, basically. So let's say then it gets voted down and she comes back in three days and says, I haven't got a plan mm. B, which is potentially what could happen in that short time frame because she can't go to Europe and say, this is the new deal I've negotiated in 72 hours and get a 500-page document written no. up. So what happens then? No. Well, then there's likely to be a whole load of votes on different options next. It looks like, it looks like what MPs like Dominic Grieve, who laid this amendment, want to do is then force a whole series of votes saying, so MPs will 
will give their view on sort of a Norway type Brexit and on a second referendum and things like that. So the view of Parliament, they reckon, will then be made clear by 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 a whole load of votes on different options to see if any of them have a majority. But it's far from clear that any of those actually will have a majority. And then we're faced with a situation where there's no no majority in Parliament for anything. Uh, so actually, that does, what, what's happened today doesn't change the fact that MPs still haven't uh, come to any sort of agreement about what they actually do want to happen. Has anyone got a plan B? Then you're in your view, Alan. Because uh, <laughs> no, I'll, straight up, I'll tell you why. We I covered the story two days ago, which was 200 MPs have signed a deal for a no deal Brexit. Don't want to no deal Brexit. Theresa May shouldn't leave without a no deal. We've now got this vote where government's been voted down, which says, well, you know, you've got to come back with a plan B in three days instead of 21. I've covered this story extensively. I've not seen a plan B in the two and a half years we've been covering it. People have a people have some plan Bs, but the problem is they don't have any chance at the moment of getting a majority in Parliament. So some people say we should have a deal that involves staying in the single market, but that would mean keeping things like free movement. And there's not a majority of MPs in Parliament that want like a really soft Brexit like that. And so that's the, that's, that's the alternative that people are yeah, but suggesting there's no, and have suggested this week. There's no plan B negotiated yeah. with the EU. Their plan B is on this side of the world, no. which is irrelevant at this stage. Yeah, because it, so it, because Theresa May wants to say it's this deal or or nothing. So she, there's no there's no other negotiated agreement, and there couldn't be within the amount of time we've got left before Brexit Day in March. So um, yeah, we're in a bit of a sticky situation where we've only got we've only really got this deal on the table, and there's no real alternative to this deal. So that's why that's why Keir Starmer, the Labour's Brexit spokesperson today, was talking about. We probably won't actually be able to leave on the 29th of March at all if people don't accept this why, plan because there's wh- actually no alternative. Why does why does some yeah. of her uh, people who are uh, with, against Theresa May or people who think they can do it, what what do they think they can get the EU to do that? They can get them to re- open renegotiations, negotiate a better deal, and come back for either Parliament or the public to go on. Because surely everyone <laughs> would think any rational person would think, well, Theresa May went there and tried to get the best deal. Well, a lot of them probably don't think they can get anything, but actually, a lot of people now want a no deal. You want either a no deal Brexit. A lot of MPs in her parliament, in her party, want a no deal Brexit. So actually, they're not fussed about getting any deal with the European Union. Yeah, and actually, yeah. a whole load of people on the other side of the argument want a referendum, and they don't really want any deal with the European Union. So actually, people aren't. Although they might say they want an alternative deal, actually, a lot of people now that are rejecting her deals because they actually don't really want any deal to pass at all. Alan, you've explained uh, it to that's... me very well. I tell you what, I, there's one thing we can be both be agreed on, and everyone, it's going to be one hell of a complex issue to sort out over the next few weeks, isn't it, Alan? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess, Richard. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm sure we'll be speaking again on this. Good to talk to you, Alan. I really appreciate it. That's uh, Dr. Alan Wager uh, from the Research Institute, UK in a Changing Europe.